What's up, everyone, and welcome to the My VV Collection podcast, where we talk VV, NFTs, and so much more. Let's get into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about my worst purchases on VV so far for collectibles, specifically not talking about comics. Let's get into this. So in my previous video, we talked about my best purchases so far, but I think it's important to also talk about the worst purchases so far for me on the platform. It's easy to talk about the wins where your gems are going up and when that's happening to just discuss those. But it's also important for me to also talk about my losses, the L's that I take, and what it means for me moving forward with Vivi. Now, when I talk about my worst purchases, it's important to note that I only purchase collectibles that I either see a very short-term flip in because of a catalyst coming up, or I purchase because I think it's a long-term hold. I see very long-term value in the collectible, and I'm very excited to hold on to it because of that long-term, so I don't care if it dips below the price that I purchased it at. I just stick to the game plan that I set the price prediction that I set and I just hold no matter what. I barely even look at whether it's fluctuated up or down in price, especially during this time where we've seen such a rundown in our collectibles through the month of February. Or three, just because I'm a collector and it's a character that I really enjoy and like and I just want to have it in my vault. So regardless if these are worst purchases, when we're talking about worst purchases in this video, we're talking about the gems that I purchased the collectible for and where it's sitting at right now in the market. So has it dipped below that amount and how much so? Does that make it a worse purchase? In my case, I guess it does, but it's still a long-term hold for me. I have yet to purchase a collectible on the marketplace where I decide to sell at a loss. I don't wanna do that because I'm very confident in the collectibles that I've chosen and to see them run up in price at some point in the future. Not only am I confident in the collectible itself, but I'm also confident in Vivi, the platform, to draw more users to the platform for them to then look at the collectible and see those first appearances and first editions that they want to collect as collectors. And so those are the collectibles that I want to focus on. And having said that, again, we're gonna focus on the aftermarket purchases, not the collectibles that I got on drops. I actually had a drop recently where it's gone down in price from that drop price. We're gonna focus specifically on those aftermarket purchases that are the worst collectibles that I've purchased so far. And with that run-up in January that we saw, it would have been hard to make this video at that point in time. When we've seen all of our collectibles across the board skyrocket in price, I realized some gains as high as 400%. For example, on the Sam Wilson Marvel Mighty. And like I said in the past video, all my Marvel Mighties went up somewhere between 40 to 400%. And I realized those gains at that time, making it my best purchase on the platform so far. So in January, I couldn't have made this video because all of my collectibles, and I'm sure all of your collectibles, saw a major drastic increase in their gem floor prices. Whenever the market's going up, it's easy to look like a genius in your purchases. So I put off these past couple of videos talking about my best purchases and worst purchases until I actually had some worst purchases to show you and to really just show you that I make mistakes on this platform as well as I'm sure many others do as well, regardless if they show them or not. So after that run up in January, I had an excess of gems that I probably in 
retrospect should have dollar cost averaged back into the market for the collectibles that I had my eyes on. But instead, in a matter of a few days, I had deployed those collectibles into other collectibles, which then dropped over the coming weeks, like we've seen across the board with all of our collectibles. And that just goes to show you the importance of when you have a certain amount to invest into these collectibles, it might be better to slowly enter collectibles week by week rather than in just a matter of days. If the market goes up, you at least get in at certain points of time in that market. If you spread out your gem purchases over that period of time and you realize an average of that gain. But the same thing is true if the market goes down because you also realize and you have an average of those collectibles during that time period that you're purchasing them. So dollar cost averaging is a good safe way, especially if you have a lump sum of gems that you wanna put into the market to just realize an average, whether that's going up or down. So let's get into a few of my worst purchases on the platform so far, starting with probably my worst. And it's at this point that I didn't quite do my research. I wasn't quite thinking write about what the importance of FA and FE really meant and not realizing that this collectible was not an FA because we'd already seen it with a Marvel Mighty character and this is the Invisible Woman. It's at this point in time where I had purchased my Groot and I'd purchased my Deadpool, both animated, and I realized that, you know what, I want to collect animated collectibles only quite specifically if they could be FA, but if they are not, I will still collect those animated collectibles. And so I saw Invisible Woman and I FOMO'd into the market at 450 gems. To put it in perspective, Right now, she's sitting somewhere around 170 gems for the ultra rare, the animated one that I have. Now, this isn't even one that I made a game plan for to hold for the long term or for a short term flip. I just really liked the animation behind it. I thought it was a good collectible to have and I purchased it and I probably regret this one more than any others. Still, I'm sure we'll see some catalysts with the Fantastic Four having a movie in production, though this isn't going to be for years yet. Perhaps in the Doctor Strange movie, we'll see an appearance of Mr. Fantastic as it's been rumored, but whether or not this is a catalyst for Invisible Woman, we just don't know. Fingers crossed, but for this one, I think it's gonna to be tough to see that rise back to that 450 gem in the short to midterm, especially not until MTL has fully rolled out. So this one is a big L. My next one is one that I actually made a video about and I'm still really bullish on this collectible considering it's low edition rates. And you should go back and watch that video on the Ben Riley Uncommon Spider-Man that I purchased. Not only did I purchase one, but I purchased two of them. And I purchased two of them in the 700s somewhere for gems. I actually purchased the first one in the high 700s and then it just kept on do dropping dropping and I purchased the next one in the low 700s or maybe even 600s. But regardless, I would have been better to wait because now it's sitting in the 300s. So I've seen greater than a 50% loss on this. Still not as bad as the Invisible Woman, but it hurts a little bit. 
The thing that is redeeming about this is that it is a first appearance of the Ben Riley Spider-Man. It looks amazing and it has a low edition amount for an uncommon. So the reason why I purchased this one was because of the Into the Spider-Verse movie coming out in October across the Spider-Verse. And I think that if we see Ben Riley as a Spider-Man variant in that, as we've maybe been rumored and other Spider-Mans being rumored to appear in this, I think this will be a good catalyst for Ben Riley to go up in price a little bit. Once we get past this MTL, which I'm sure we will see it rolled out fully to everyone by the time October runs around, there's just so many positive catalysts around this time period, both with Vivi and this character, that I think we'll see it exceed where I purchased them at. And ultimately, I plan on holding one even beyond that and selling the other as long as hopefully I hit a 100% return on that. So we should see somewhere around the 1500 gems mark. And it had actually exceeded more than a thousand gems at some point in time. And I bought it from that high at 700 and I thought I got a good deal, but obviously it's dipped even below that. But still, I think it's a good purchase for the long term, but for the short term, it gets an L as well. And finally, some of my worst decisions were possibly the lenticular cards the Minnie Mouse and the Daisy Duck. The Minnie Mouse is the common, the Daisy Duck is the rare. These are first editions, not first appearances. And I got both of them at 590. I picked up the Minnie Mouse first after the market had settled after the drop. And then I waited on the Daisy Duck as the rare. I saw her come down in price to meet that 590 gems and I purchased her as well. Now today they're sitting around 200 gems. And I think that's a really good deal right now. If I had more gems, I might purchase a lenticular card. But there's also so many other collectibles that are down at this point in time that I might even purchase into those as well. So many different options right now with the market being so down. But ultimately, I am confident in these lenticular cards. Once again, a long-term purchase, not a short-term purchase. And with these, if more lenticular cards are dropped, especially with these characters, we'll see these first editions be worth much, much more than they are today. This is a very long-term game plan because I hope more lenticular cards are released of these characters in the long term. And these will always have the first edition stamps above those lenticular cards cards and that is the value in them. Always having that first edition is really important for these. So in the long term I'm happy to have these even at the prices I got them at. It would be nice to even get into more of these if I had the gems to complete that set because these are significant characters to have. But for now they get a worst purchase on the platform considering they've dropped more than 50% of what I purchased them for. Like I said, when prices are going up across the board for all collectibles like we saw in January, you look like a genius. But when we hit a major dip like we saw in February, it's a lot harder to talk about your worst purchases and the price decreases in collectibles that you experience. But I think it's important for me to do that with this YouTube channel. And you always hear me talk about my best and my worst. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the My VV Collection podcast. Please follow this podcast if you are not already and leave us a rating and review where you can. You can find us further at My VV Collection on Twitter and Instagram and MJP My VV Collection on YouTube. We will catch you next week.